Welcome to Self-Care Saturday. I pray you forgave yourselves and now ready to move on. I had a dream, y'all. I had a dream. I was trying to find a path through the woods. And there was this girl, like, right behind me. When I say right behind me, if I would have turned around, her face would have touched my face. That's how close she was. And I had a, a baby. I think I had a baby in a stroller. I know that I was pushing the stroller. And I think... I think there was a baby in it, but as I was trying to find a path through the woods, I saw a dumpster to my left, and then I also saw a man coming from the opposite side of the woods, and I was like, oh, wait, as, wait that, that was before I spotted, I mean, that was after I spotted the path. So first, I spotted the path, but then once I spotted it, I saw a man dressed in all black coming towards us. He was walking from that from the opposite side. And then I looked back, and I saw her right behind me. <laughs> and then I also saw another man dressed in all black coming from that side of the woods. And I don't know what any of that was about, but there was this woman... As I started to search and I was like, oh, okay, there's a path right there. There was this woman that came up and said, hey, there, if, if you want to get to the store, you could actually take this path to the left. And that, that was a, a, a gravel road, a paved road. Um, she was like, it'll take you straight there. And I was like, oh, I said, oh, okay, thank you, thank you, thank you. She was like, if, she said, if you want to ride, I can give it to you. But it looked like a net. Her car was black and it looked, it looked like an old car from back in the day like the 1800s or something and her the, her back seat was too small for all of us to fit in. but then it also looked like a net and I was like no thank you I said we're just gonna go ahead and go there we'll, we'll walk I don't know why I got out of my car to go into the woods but I honestly feel like whatever it was I wasn't supposed to be there anyway although it was daylight it was a dirt road, and I, I don't know. I don't, I don't understand that part. I'm still waiting on God to give me a, a word on that. But um, the other scene, I was in a grocery store, and in this scene, I didn't have the stroller or the baby, nor did I have, nor did that was that girl behind me. But this time, it was my grandmother and my mother. So I, it was me leading, and it was my grandmother behind me, and then it was my mother um, right behind her. And I was looking around the store. It looked like a Kroger or something. But I was looking around the store. And I was like, oh, my God. Somebody, I said, this store needs to be cleaned. And it wasn't jacked up. But the aisle that I walked down, it was nothing but crushed up pretzels on the floor. Chips and stuff. It was a chip aisle. And I couldn't take it anymore. And I think the people, as I started to sweep with a dust mop, I saw people on that aisle as, aisle as well. I didn't care if they were there. I was just like, no, I'm going to clean this up because apparently nobody else is going to take the initiative to do so. I just felt like they needed help. And my grandmother, Nim, I, was, I turned around and I was like, I said, well, I need a longer dust mop. I need, a, I need a bigger broom. And they looked at me like, is she seriously about to clean up this store? She does not work here. And then I woke up from that. I think, I don't need to think, I know that there is still things that need to be cleaned inside of us, ladies. Yeah. That store represented what I felt like my home. Although I didn't work there, or that could that could represent me trying to um, help everyone else clean themselves up. 
but I just couldn't take it anymore. And then when I woke up from that dream, I got up and I started opening up the blinds because I love natural lighting in my home. I saw a broom in the tree, y'all. I kid y'all not. I kid y'all not. I, again, I wish I could upload pictures. <laughs> but I was like, thank you, son. You're so sweet. But I was like, what is this message trying to say? What What is he trying to convey to me? Like, what is it? I don't know what it was, but the fact that I saw pretzels, crushed up pretzels on the floor, I started sweeping it up. I went to my kitchen and I was like, uh-uh, I'm about to eliminate all of these snacks in my home. And y'all, even though I don't overindulge because I've been so big on that, actually practicing what I preach, I... I cleaned out every single thing, every single thing that had yeast in it, every single thing that was genetically modified, every single thing that was not what God wanted me to eat because he had already told me what he wanted us to eat. I had three bags full of just bread and um, cornmeal and all this self-rising corn flour and all that extra stuff. I just, I just threw all of it out. I threw all of it out. And I feel a lot better. But... um. I know that there's still some things that needs to be cleaned inside of us. But in order for us to do so, we have to identify them by being completely honest. Mine was lust. Although I felt like I was staying away. It wasn't even a felt like thing. I was staying away. Although I was staying away from the men, I was praying every time I felt the urge to call a man over and say, hey, can you just lay with me? I don't even want no talking, no gifts, no nothing. Just come lay with me. I prayed. I endured. I've been anticipating my husband to reveal himself, not realizing I've been cheating. Ideal, not, not idealizing, but um, idolizing that thought. Okay, when is my husband going to get here? Oh, is that man my husband? He's looking at me for far too long. Is that man my husband? Is this man going to walk up to me and say something to me? He's looking like he want to say something. Is that my husband? Like I was idolizing that, putting that over God. And I say I was cheating because Jesus asked me to marry him about a year ago, y'all. And I said, yes. Then he asked me to live with him. I said, yes. But I've been cheating ever since. I haven't allowed him to lead like a man should. I haven't, I haven't stopped worrying because I don't trust that he can handle it. Mm -hmm. I've been stressed out about every single thing he told me he told me he would handle. And that led me to beg to the Father for forgiveness again today. And I know the only reason why God forgave me yet again is on the strength of Jesus, on the strength of his son. God sees how much Jesus loves me and he trusts his judgment, even though I embarrass him over and over again. And that's the same thing with you. When you accept to follow Christ. You're his bridegroom. The church is, I mean, I'm sorry. He's the bridegroom and you're his bride. The church is the bride. So when we accept that covenant, everything that we do to defile us defiles him as well. And it's embarrassing. Today felt different though. Something about this morning made me feel whole. Confessing my sins, my fears, my doubts, and Letting it go really felt amazing after confessing every single thing bothering me. After confessing everything tugging in my spirit, I feel higher than I've ever been before. 
he spoke to me Nairobi. Before he spoke Nairobi, when I closed my eyes, I saw a picture of, I didn't see the girl's face, but she, she looked like me. There was, but she had her hair parted down the middle and she had two um, Afro puffs. And then he spoke Nairobi and I was like, well, what's in Nairobi? He said, peace. I started researching and, and it's in Kenya, in Africa. It's the capital of Kenya to be exact. And I was like, there's peace there. I was like, what's going on? What, what does he want me to do? I don't know what it is he wants me to do. But I will go wherever he wants me to go. And I will represent him well. I asked him, what does he want me to do? Because I started to get frustrated. You want me to rest. You want me to give it all to you. You want me to sit still. But what is it do you want me to do? What's your plan for me? Because... I hate sitting still. I love to get it all done and then find more to do because I hate sitting still. <laughs> I truly, I desperately want to leave a legacy for my children. I want to leave so much to my children. I want to leave so much to my children, not only for my children, but all of his righteous ones as well. Even the ones who truly desire to be saved. And I can't do that when I leave. After observing what he has done for me just this week alone, I have a better understanding of who God and Jesus is. I see why he says, make it plain and write it down. Every single thing that we wrote on that list, I don't know if you guys created your vision boards, but everything that we have on our vision boards or everything that we write down and say, I want, I want, I want, I want, I want, I will do, I will do, I will do. He'll bring back to us what he wants, what, what fulfills his plan from that list. And he'll probably add a few things in there just to make you happy because he says it. Ask in my name and you shall receive because I want you to be happy. But it has to be within the parameters of his word. God is the almighty. He sees the unimaginable deep within us because, of course, he created us. And he sends his son to everyone who desperately needs to be saved, the lost ones. He created us specifically for service. We have to represent him. And when we start to defile ourselves by adding sex, drugs, music, um, money, and worry, and fear, and doubt, and stagnation, and many, 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 many more things, he can't see us until we clean ourselves off again. He doesn't stop loving us, though, because he know that we're going to get there. I just pray it doesn't. I, I, I think he just he because I've, I've been asked it so many times. He allows us to do this because, again, it's a choice. Everything is a choice. He knows what you're going to do already, but he wants you to defeat your flesh and to show your flesh what you're going to do and to show the enemy what you're going to do. That's when you defeat the enemy, when you go against the grain. And I've noticed his love comes in many different forms and we never recognize him because we're so stuck on what it should, how, how it should come packaged. I always hear the tall, dark and handsome saying with a, with a big, you know what? What if it doesn't come like that? 
We never recognize him until it hits you after it's gone. That ache you feel within you is a longing you cannot feel by yourself. It's a longing that cannot be filled until he returns. The only way he returns is if you accept his covenant because he does not shack up. Following his word, loving yourself, loving others, treating others the way you want to be treated. Being a true servant is when, is when Jesus will return to you. And I want to speak on marriage. Because I've been reading so many stories about and, and just hearing so many things about kingdom marriage. I had to remove myself from a group because all these women, all these group of women love to talk about is kingdom marriage. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out exactly where to start. Marriage is only hard work when you stray away from the origin. Mine, in this case, is looking at another man longer than it takes to say hi. Although I don't indulge like I used to, and when I say indulge, I mean act on it. Although I don't act on it like I used to, I had to clean out my home, my temple, my mind, my thoughts, my ways, my actions. And I had to physically clean out my home as well. I had to do this. I had to do the same thing with the snacks. Although it wasn't a lot of snacks, he still don't want it in there. Thankfully, my children understood. <laughs> I did not want to deal with the whining. Like, oh my God, mom, why? Why? My son loves his cheeses, y'all. But I had to explain to him, hey, babe, we got to throw these away because he warned me about it. Can you support what God has told your husband to do? Can you allow him to lead? Can you trust he will lead and take care of it, like he said? Can you remain humble and worry-free when all you have to do is produce? Are you okay with being a traditional woman? The cooking, the cleaning, the having babies, the gardening, the shopping, the staying at home. But ensuring home is well taken care of. Are you okay with that? Or will you go nag him and call him all day? Where you at? Where you coming home? I need you to do such and such and blah, 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 blah. I want you to know women were never intended to work. Women was built, like I told y'all today, women, women was created from that man to be his support system. To support him. You can't question him. You can, but you can't question his every move. You have to trust him. You have to secure yourself. That's why we have to learn how to be alone. That's why we have to learn how to keep our home clean, spiritually and physically, before, he, before Jesus returns. We have to learn how to be secure within ourselves before he placed a godly man, a true God-fearing man that he created you from in your life. He know we will mess it up. I know I will mess it up. Think about Coretta Scott King. I can't remember her name, but um, Marshall's wife. 
all of the great leaders of the world, they all had women. They all had wives, not just women, but they had supportive wives. Dr. Miles Monroe. They were their support system. Although those men were cheating, they got convicted for that. They probably got in trouble for that too by God. I don't think anything goes unnoticed. Especially if it's a repetitive thing. But knowing that their men had to be out there that entire time. Some I was watching Marshall. I love that movie, by the way. I was watching Marshall, and he would call whenever he felt like he needed to call. I mean, yeah, she can get in touch with him, but you don't really want to nag your man when you know he's out there on an assignment. Are you secure enough to do that, to hold it down? Those are traditional women. Those women never cheated when they felt inadequate. They never cheated. Can you stay down when you feel inadequate? I used to cannot, if I'm honest. <laughs> I committed myself to the wrong man. I was loyal to the wrong man. And to be honest, the closer I get to marriage, the more afraid I am. I know it sounds crazy. I really do. Because I, I was just like, wait, what? <laughs> I'm being honest with y'all, though. I'm afraid I'll hurt him because I'm scared. I've never, I've never felt a love like God's love. Never. And I told y'all in the beginning, the, the first season, I just, I've always searched for love. I've always wanted love. And I never got it the way God has given it to me now. So when God does place that man in front of me, I am so afraid, y'all. I am so afraid that he's going to take advantage of my vulnerability and run off or never, or never truly commit. I'm afraid that he's going to waste my time. I told y'all that man that I thought was my husband some time ago, he was such a counterfeit. But even then, I never stopped serving. I never stopped caring. I never stopped you know, doing what I thought a woman was supposed to do. But he was afraid, y'all. He was like, you're too good for me. And he asked me, he was like, why? Why are you like this? <laughs> I was like, what? He would just stare at me the entire time and be like, you are so beautiful. Whenever he was going through his problems with his real girl that he was about to marry, Y'all, I did not notice. He played me so bad. But he he would call me. He would come to my house. I didn't even know he was even with somebody because he would always be at my house. He would call me and check in like, hey, what's up? Do you need anything? I'm about to come over there. Or do you need this? Or blah, blah, blah. Or he, he, would, he would check in like he was that man. And I just knew. I was like, yes, this is the one. He's about to propose to me. No, he stole my money and he ran off. to be right here in my business i'm in a living room y'all but <laughs> i mean you can but y'all were playing the game <laughs> that's how i felt which is why i'm teaching my boys you better not you better not let me have one you better not you better not 
Give me a spoon bag. I am so sorry for the distractions. That is. <laughs> but I'm happy they hear this so they'll know what not to do. <laughs> but yeah, I'm afraid that I'm going to do something so stupid. I'm afraid that that man that does approach me, I'm going to be like, Mm-mm. you're not the one that. I don't know what I'm gonna do. I'm just so afraid that I'm gonna be so stupid. I'll I'll make a mistake. I'm so afraid. I'm afraid that I'll like sleep with another man if my husband doesn't compliment me or thank me in a timely manner. Like little stupid stuff like that. That's why I'm not married yet because God is like, uh uh-uh. uh. I don't have time for you to go mess up what I created. Bring me a spoon. Yeah. I know he would, man, listen, I don't even want to reflect on that too long because what I know now, the more I learn, the more I know he's preparing me, the more I know he's preparing my husband. It's crazy because that's, that's all I've ever wanted. <laughs> Remember, Jesus is a bridegroom though. And if I couldn't fully respect his commands or his our relationship. Thank you, son. How will I be able to endure with the one that God sends me? I just, I just, I want to be fully ready. I want to be fully whole. I want to be like super prepared for this man that he placed in our lives. We will never get a husband if we can't endure, if we can't follow directions, if we don't love ourselves, if we don't serve our children and others, if we don't serve our family if we don't love our neighbors as ourselves if we can't turn the other cheek if we don't apologize repent and then straighten up if we can't stop lusting and a whole lot more we will never get this man that God created us from our ancestors they knew the rules that's how they stayed together for so long. Marriage is a real covenant, a spiritual covenant. I want to go deeper. We know that sex before marriage is sexual immorality, right? What if you refrain from sex? Finds out he is not fully equipped down there. Will you divorce him or will you cheat? I pray not. <laughs> I pray not. A great man. A God-fearing man, a man that God has created for you is extremely hard to find. I don't think, I don't even know how that works. I'm going to research more on that, but the one that he created you from, I don't think you would ever get that opportunity again. And then you know that if you do divorce, like, you can't remarry. He can, I think, but I don't think you can because you, you, were, you were the one that committed adultery. There is a connection formed between y'all when y'all date traditionally. Getting to know their characteristics, their heart, and more. When you are spiritually connected, there is nothing stopping anything. Not even sex. No, no. Girl. No, I you. I don't think you would want to experience anything else after experiencing that true connection, that divine connection that God has given to you. When God placed two people together, he says all the time, let no man separate. Let no man put asunder. Not even the size of his penis, girl. A great man is a reflection of Christ. Why would you jeopardize that? Because of sex? 
This is why he prepares us. However long it takes, it's truly on us. I had to find that out the hard way. Not only for my husband, but for myself. Y'all know I want to be Christ-like. I wouldn't be able to positively influence if I'm not. I know God was using my son's barber one time to tell me about myself. Even though I wasn't thinking of any man in there, he said, and I think he said, you walking over here with all of these men in here, we were at the barbershop. But I was rushing to leave, and I wanted to confirm the payment before I left, so... I was like, wait, did he just say what I think he said? I know I heard him say, walking over here while all of these men are in here. I had to repent. Girl, did you know wearing tight clothes and showing so much is screaming Jezebel? Whatever you do to cause another man to lust will be on you. You have to answer to that. Thank God I can dress because there's nothing for me to switch it up. <laughs> When I read that, I was like, oh, my God. Now I get why men don't choose women like I used to be. They know their word. They also have great counselors surrounding them, telling them, I will not approve of your careless decision making. They're building generational wealth. So why would they? They don't want to leave anything to an unclean family. I get it. Neither do I. I teach my boys all the time. It takes a lot of discipline, patience, tears, fasting, and prayer to get rid of the damage. So I get it. If you want God to send you the one he created you from, you have to change, boo. I honestly know it's worth it. I feel amazing. And don't get me wrong. I have been tested since. But I have not defiled. I have not failed. Nor have I. I didn't indulge at all. I went to the barbershop today to get my son's haircut. I was dressed accordingly. I still felt sexy and comfortable in my skin. I even took my notebook to keep my eyes on my own paper. Look, you're not about to catch me slipping. <laughs> I know I'm beautiful spiritually and physically. And I know men be in there looking. They be choosing. I was like, nah, I'm good. Let me go ahead and find something to do. And I made sure I kept my notebook and my pen. I, I kept my pen in my hand and I kept writing, 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 writing. I'm going to get my blessing soon, watch. And you will too. He always speaks to me, obedience, because I ask him, what will get us to you? What will get us to heaven? What will get me this? What will get me that? And he always says, obedience and remaining focused is the key to heaven. That's the key to me. And I'm so happy I found him. I feel like today... Well, I know today is my Passover. So as I study more, I'll definitely share more. Because I know there are, there are a lot of y'all looking for great women to not judge you, to not make you feel less than, to be true and be genuine, to help you relieve yourselves of, I mean, rid yourself of, yeah, even relieve, rid yourselves of who you no longer want to be. That's why I keep creating. And as I keep creating, I want you, I, I, I have to reiterate, it's not from me. It's from God. I only speak when God gives me a word. So you're going to get through this. We're about to be in a land. Well, I am in a land. I think you are in a land too. The more you do it, the closer you get. All of us are on completely different walks. And we're only on completely different walks because 
you started the race later than some. You started the race later than me. It's not a race to compete with anybody. It's a race to compete against yourself. So don't be jealous. It's nothing to be jealous about. Nothing at all. Be jealous of... And honestly, that jealous spirit that's inside of you is the enemy. Jealous of God overpowering you all over again. So we got this. Oh, and there is so much more to marriage, by the way. <laughs> I just mentioned a few things you should think about. <laughs> Don't even be like, oh, well, see, that's all that it is. No, no, ma'am. No, ma'am. <laughs> there is a lot more. God said it loud and clear. It's okay to be alone. And he only said that because he only wants us to get married because he did say it is not good for man to be alone. But if you can endure being alone, if you can fulfill all of what God wants you to fulfill without having sex, without sleeping around, it's okay to be alone. You don't have to get married. There's no pressure. But don't sleep around, though. You will defile yourself all over again and attract so many more of those demonic spirits and soul ties on him. When you feel weak, pray. I tell y'all this all the time. Pray. Let me conclude this, though. I got to get ready to rest and go to bed. I got a few things to do in the morning. But I love y'all so much. If you need a fellowship partner, y'all know y'all can always call me. You can email me at the number 4TEraWoods at gmail.com. I am also on Telegram. Don't forget to share this word as well. Good night, ladies.